get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Millionaire Nicole Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build the big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead, share the call with others. They can dial in to 602-753-1848 or Listen online with your smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. Very, 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 very excited to be here with you on Financial Freedom Friday. We are wrapping up the science of success. Uh, This is a good time for you to come on in the queue. I see some people already coming in. Very, very good. Let's have this conversation. You know, we have gone over several laws, and we started off with, you know, Newton's law of motion. We went over all three of them. And I want you to go back and review. It's extremely important. And then we talked about the law of the seed. We talked about the law of the seed. And there's so many other laws that we can uh, add here. Uh, But I I believe that, you know, for a a different time, I'm going to follow as the Holy Spirit tells me on what's relevant at this particular time. You know, we have to always talk about what's in season. Many people uh, are, are without that. You know, some of the things I'd love to talk more about but God is saying, no, that, that's not what I asked you to do. And so when you begin to now uh, allow um, God to rule your thoughts and uh, then now he gets to rule your actions, uh, success is just inevitable. Trust me, I've tried so often doing things my way, and it'll, it'll just seem like a better idea. That's how powerful our mind is, that we will be uh, less than smart enough to think that we're smarter than God. Did you hear that? Our mind is, we will try to buck up against our creator and think it's good. We are living in a world where many things, buck up, is contradicting what the laws of God has, which I don't know who can separate him from science when it says that he created the heavens and earth. I'm not going to go back in there uh, like that, but I want us to end on the law of thought. Now, we have two scriptures we're going to come out of, two, one a scripture, one a passage, and there was so much to share here. It's like almost each one of these could be in its own topic, its own training, each law, and that's why I understand now why God said this is a book. And it's like now he's not downloading just, Topics and episodes. The elaboration is going way beyond what I could ever ask or think. Now, the same pattern of thought 
that I have chosen, because I had to choose it, you can too. Am I always going to be 100% with God? No. But am I always going to work on my heart? And be 100 with him where he can see that's exactly what I am pursuing and striving to do every day. Scripture is going to be coming out of Proverbs 23 and 7. And then we're going to go to Proverbs 4, 20. We're going to start at 20. Let's go to the Lord together. Because I have something highlighted that we shared before. And I began to look and say, wow. <laughs> God continues to wow me. I pray he continues to wow you. Let's go to the Lord together. Father God, we come before you. We honor you on today because today is the day that you've made. No one else can say they've done that. With all of the innovations, all of the inventions, all of the renditions of you. And yet man continue to try to take credit for what you've already done and already knew. We're grateful about us to even create you in the likeness of your image and give us the opportunity the biggest opportunity to have the mind of Christ. We know that we could never be perfect like him because he was you. We can strive in his image. One thing that was very distinct is that Jesus said that He only do what his father does. And he was about his father's business. So that means he looked straight forward and he was focused. Thought was not on his own agenda, but on yours. As we're closing out this Financial Freedom Friday, give us not just the revelation, but the desire to obey you like Christ. We know that through obedience of your word, everything has to work out. Where you know we need help with this because we think that we are smarter than you and God. Even though you have reminded us over and over and over You know everything. So much so that you intercede with the groanings, things that we can't even conceive with our mind. Only those who have those gifts, you have it all. As we are pursuing to do these great exploits in your name, let us have the right mindset toward the laws that 
God has put forth. Continue to bring his word into our remembrance as you teach, guide, direct, and correct us. Crooked path that we made. We thank you, oh dear Lord, and we ask that you help me as your servant decrease, as you increase like never before. You can have your way here because we have no power without you. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, Proverbs first. All right, so says for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Are human beings, human beings that were created so this is how we create thought and word. Now let's go to because you want to be successful What you think, what you say has everything to do with what you actually do. See, this is the thing. Sometimes what people think and what they say are contradictory, but they actually do more about what they think. So we have these separate minds, and I want to talk to you about the law of thought and also the law of identity. And... You might say, where does girl get all this stuff from? I have shared with people that I have been studying success and wealth now. It started over two plus decades ago. And at first, I was just almost doing it like just a recipe. Like, okay, they say do this, I do this. If I get the result, I like it. You know how it's like these, you know, um, you got a person that make cakes, but they really just use Betty Crocker, and, and they just, like, put the water and the oil and the egg according to what it said, and then the cake, they just dress it up real beautiful. I was able to rock like that for maybe uh, a decade of my life of knowing how that worked, literally on how I was able to come out of a habitual thinking that. who really had money were people who were doing things that weren't right. I'm going to go into this law of thought and identity in a minute. I want to go to Proverbs 4. We're going to go back to Proverbs 4, and we're going to start at verse 20. And by the way, we start talking about the law of identity. Even in the Bible, I was able to bypass me and my, you know, unbeknownst self, when I first started reading uh, the Bible regularly, I was about 19, and it was because of some hot water that I put my own self in, 
I wasn't even being obedient to my mom at 19. You think you're grown because you're making money. And uh, so then now when I was getting in hot water, I couldn't go back and tell them I was doing stuff they told me not to do. I literally was reading my Bible. And uh, <laughs> I'm actually reading in the same Bible right now, the same Bible. Been through a lot of thick and thin with me. But let's, let me go to Proverbs 20, Proverbs 4 and 20. And I'm going to stop when the Holy Spirit tells me to stop. I saw where at first, but I'm just going to go on and read and just so bear with me. No, this is good for your soul. It says, Proverbs 4.20, it says, my son, give attention to my words. So I just identified as he was saying, daughter, too. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. This is where I highlighted it. It says, let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. Now, we're talking about the power of thought. And, and so I know that when we read this, what we would be considered the Logos word, and you can go read up on this here later on if you want. You can just say, hey, Google, tell me what's the difference between the Logos and the Rhema word, R-H-E-M-A. And when I first started reading the Bible, I was definitely reading the Logos word, like meaning what it said versus asking the Holy Spirit to help me understand what is God really saying. And then I went a little deeper and said, understand what God is saying to me. Then when I got a little bit more grown up, I said, no, help me understand what God is saying to me now. I'm just taking you down. Twenty-three and seven is old, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So I used to use that on a, oh, you think somebody lying, that's because you a liar. You think somebody would have, no. And then I started to realize, say, wait a minute.
however I think in my deepest place, not just what I can tell someone that's in the front of my mind, how I think in my heart, that's like how I really think. That's what I really believe. So is he. So if I really did not believe by faith that God was God, there's no way I could believe I would too do greater things than Christ did. There's no way I would have believed that. And while we are in awe of what Christ has done for us, our Savior, our Lord and Savior, he is the one that says, I got to go. And I'm sending you a helper. And when he comes, you're going to have power. And you're going to do bigger things. You thought what I did here, so you're going to do bigger things now. Oh, Lord, my whole body is going into something right now. Now, I, I have to say, oh, wait a minute. So you're telling me that I got to pay close attention to the word. Now, Lord, how am I going to pay attention in this distracted world where most people who say they are something, that's not what they are, but they get to present themselves as such. When you now go into your prior experiences of things that didn't work, then now you start believing that nothing is going to work. When you start thinking that most people are not good, then no good people are going to come into your life. If you start thinking that success is only for other people, then you continue to just only watch other people be successful. And I started saying, wait a minute, hold on. I have to identify myself as a true heir of the throne in order for me to start thinking like Christ. I never heard or saw or read one place where Christ was not sure that God was his father. So he knew that if I do everything he told me to do, and he knew that I'm supposed to just follow what he said, and it's going to turn out exactly the way he said. And, and better yet, even if he don't tell me the entire ending of the story, I still know it's going to be better for me than I could have ever thought for myself. Now, uh, I want to go into, because we've been talking science, right? And there is a, is a law, there's a law. Three basic laws that come out of the law of thought. Just like how we came out of an Aristotle did this deal. And anytime you go into these laws or what have you, let me tell you what I do. If you can't go into the Bible and find where it says, yeah, let the Bible be your litmus test. With all due respect, these scientists, philosophers, doctors, everyone else who went to 
school, but, but I encourage you to go to kingdom school. I'm not saying you got to go to theology school. I'm telling you go to kingdom school, and anybody can sign themselves up, and the tuition is not exactly free because the words tell you that you got to give attention to it. So that means you got to give some time to it, right? So if you can line it up with the word, then it's true. So there's three laws of thought, and Aristotle, he says, listen, the first one is law of identity. An object is what it is, meaning you say it's one thing, and that's what it is. So if you say, messes up, nothing I do works out, or I'm in an industry that it just don't work for me, is rocking with you on it. No matter if you're clapping when you're in the events, it doesn't matter if you on social media say, yes, girl, go, and King, you doing amazing, but on the inside, you're like, I'm never going to amount to that. The law of identity says so, and you say, well, where is that? Oh, in the Bible. Well, how many times did you hear, and he says, there was darkness upon the earth, and then he says, now, hey, we wrote, we said, let there be light, and then here come light. Then later on, God gave us humans the, the right to name everything, what you want to call it. It's a fish. Okay, it's a fish. So do you think that God is just going to stop that? where what we think and what we call something that is not exactly is that the word tells us, if you're talking about faith, don't call it what it looks like now. you got to call it as though it were, the way you want it to be. I learned this, and this, and this is in, they call it law of attraction and law of whatever. Listen, I just gave you the word. It said, whatever the man think in his heart, so was he. You become that thing. I'm living proof. People have told me, told me, oh, she thinks she all that. They don't even understand. They literally sent the energy my way so I can be all that in a bag of chips. I said, oh, you think that highly of me? I better check it out a little bit deeper. Why do I ruffle your feathers so bad? It must be something there that I haven't been seeing. When I do something and I see a bunch of imitators, I say, oh, Wow, it must be something great about what I'm doing. I better pay attention. Identify and say, nah. King, queen, whatever you see I'm doing, God has a whole lineup for you two. So now start teaching and say, hey, did you know that you have the same Ability to just walk in, but it's just going to only be best if you walk in your authenticity, your authentic self. That's how it rolls out for you. You walk in your authentic self, and it's going to be like miracles. It's going to be like July 4th every day in your life. Law of thought, it says, 
A cannot be both A and B. That's the law of contradiction. It can't be true. And the word tells us, let your yay be your yay. Anything other than that is from the evil one. Now think about it. The contradiction that you say, I really want to be successful, but your work ethic says otherwise. I really want to get promoted, but you won't pick up the phone and call nobody. I really want to be successful, and they say the fortune is in a follow-up. You say, I really want to make a lot of money, but you won't follow up. What you think is what you become. And some people think that what they think is what they say. It was what you really think is what you do. And then there is another law of thought that these are different thought processes. And there are even equations for this stuff. It says, you know what? By the law of exclusion of the middle. Where you might say there's nothing in between. I'm only going to be successful if I am rocking through the degree I have, just because you might have had success there. Now the door shut. I've seen that where people would just totally exclude the possibilities of something different than what they've seen before. It's either all the way to the left or all the way to the right. You're excluded in the middle. No. No. There's, there's no way what you're saying it even could work. This is the thing here. Whether you listen to this, whether you believe it, whether you intentionally apply it or not, laws stay on their game. Laws are always going to be working. That was the whole premise of the science of success. Start thinking about the law of thought. This is where all these other laws come in, law of attraction, decision. All these different other laws come in inside of the law of thought. And and if you want to keep it simple, because that's what we were talking about, right? How much more simple do God have to tell you that how you think in your heart, that's who you become. So now you say, well, I'm struggling with my identity, identity with Christ. I'm struggling because how could, how could God who says he loved me, he created me, I'm a king, I'm a queen, and he allows such horrible things to happen to me. Goes back again. 
say is how it is. And you start saying again, it goes back to the beginning, that the things that are happening to you, those challenges are for you to solve a problem and your purpose, and your purpose can now lead you to success, is right there. How do I know? I'm telling you so often about the problems that have happened in my life. And when I started seeking the change and the solution, that that's when I started being successful. Easy for folks who really want to be successful to mind their own business. Because when you try to solve problems beyond your scope, meaning beyond what you already experienced, it's hard. That's why you'll find success even in your story, sharing your story. People think that business not only network marketing, I literally do different scopes of business. I have been. I've been an entrepreneur full-time, an owner of a salon since I was 20. Been working as a hairstylist since I was 17, meaning either on commission or booth rent. So, talking about years upon years of, of understanding that it was a lot of things people told me at 17. I went in and I talked to an owner of a salon. It was a nice salon in our area. And I saw it was two of the top, like hot salons in the area. And I walked in one of them. I can remember it was called Tom Harris. They were both in the, these salons were both in the same plaza. And it was both of those salons at that time, I could not afford to pay someone to get my hair done in those salons. Those were like the prestigious salons. I can remember that salon, Tom Harris, and all the women in there, they would wear their hair with streaks and color, and I would see them because there were other stores in that plaza, and, and I was only 17, and I, was, I would see them, and they just were sharp. They walked in the shop, and they, they were always dressed to the nine, and they they hair, and they wore these short cuts that looked like Halle Berry, and they had color, and it was just, and the hair that was moving. Back then, black women hair wasn't moving. They, they put a lot of oil in it, and so but coming out of Tom Harris, the hair is moving, and even the men who did hair, they looked sharp and clean and everything, and I say, wow, so... I went in there, and I wanted to get a job as a assistant, and I told them I could do hair. They're looking at me like, little girl, go somewhere. I just walked down the hall. That was the rejection. I walked down the walkway, and I walked into this other one, and the, the, the entrance looked so beautiful, and, and it was just looked so nice. And I was like, whoa, Avante. I don't even know what that meant. And I walked in the door, and I walked into the reception desk. You're talking about back then when salons, this was a nice area, you know, salons having reception desks. Like, that's the gatekeeper before you just can't walk in and say, I need my hair done. You got to talk to the receptionist first. And I walked up, and I said, I want to know, are you guys hiring? I'm 17. She said, hiring, I'm not sure. I said, well, well better yet, ma'am, is your manager in? 
Now, how did I get that? Because people used to ask me that question when I was a receptionist at my mom's salon. So I just asked what the grown folks was asking. Here come this gentleman. I, I can remember it like yesterday. He had his hair in single waves. Back then, that was prestigious. He was dressed sharp, too, and everything. And I said, are you guys hiring? He said, uh, no, we're not hiring. But what do you what you, what you want? I said, well, I've been a shampoo stylist since I was 12 in my mom's salon. I went on down. I ain't have nothing written down or nothing. I just started telling them all the experiences I've had. I've even shampooed as many uh, for as many as seven stylists simultaneously. I told them the salon that I was assisting in and I shared with him, uh, these are some of the people I've worked for and, you know, and uh, like, oh, wow, I think he was more impressed about my confidence. And he was just looking and shaking his head. I said, but I asked you, are you hiring? How old are you? And I said, does my age matter as long as I can do the job? He said, well, we, we're not hiring, but we have a position for an apprentice. So you got your license? <laughs> no, sir. He said, well, there is a way where you could actually do this. I need you to do a model for me. So we set up, and I did a model. And he looked, and he's like, whoa, skilled. 17, I did a haircut and style and everything. Wow, skilled. And how old do you say you get? So well, I'm going to allow you to do the apprenticeship. And he allowed me to do the apprenticeship work. And I would walk that same plaza and I would walk across the street, the big street across from Redan and South Harrison and Stone Mountain, Georgia. And I would go and get clients out the beauty supply store. And I would just talk to people on the, and I started really doing well. Got pictures. They even, we even, competed in a hair battle, and I could remember doing a young lady hair, and I used white weave. It was like silver, and then I, by the time we did the thing, it turned like kind of pink. So think about how long I've been thinking pink. The hair was pink, and I did pin curls, and it was looked like it was out of space, and then looking like, whoa, 17, y'all who and what I identified with, what I thought about myself was what it is. By the time I was done, that first year, and started earning $30,000 a year at 17, long time ago. But I continue on. I didn't have a problem. I got the license. And I continued on. I started doing my own thing. I want to rent a booth. Couldn't afford booth rent there. So I was looking at other places, and I went to rent a booth not too far or there. I, I didn't have a problem moving on and moving on up. It's all about how and what you think. But obviously, it took patience. It took time. But I kept doing that thing until... 
I'll say that one more time. I kept doing that thing, and this is what people don't do. They don't have the patience to keep doing something until they really become that something. Whole nother law of thought with association. What you think about yourself is who you associate with, who you align yourself with, what you align yourself with. All I can tell you is that this was a deep training here. We went a little over. Wow, the stories went deep. But you know what? If you got time to learn, you'll start earning a whole lot more. I want to open up. I just want to say hello to just a few people. It's a longer call than usual, but this is the finale. Those women who were obedient, our team will be in touch with you for your $333 seed that we're throwing into you for launching and being the first to launch with me, NicolaSmithJackson.com. So much more to come. The wisdom that there was never a platform for is now here. Let's go on and open up 561 last four two one one eight. Good morning. God bless you. Would love to hear from you. Great. Are you there? I'm here. Great morning, Queen. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you? Good oh, morning, I am Queen. doing good. I can, I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling a little weak. Um, been through a whole. But boy, I tell you, this call, this call was everything that I needed, uh, and that I have been needing. The law of thought, just the scripture that you use, and I like to read. I read the regular King James, but I love the Message version because I love how it mm-hmm. breaks it down for me. That's and right. um, just, just amazing, Queen. Really, just amazing. And as I was sitting here, just taking notes, um, so much of what you're saying is what uh, my team um, is going through, like literally right now. And I try to tell people all the time: you don't have to separate your business from 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 God. There's no separating it. It's, it's kingdom business. It goes hand in hand. And if you just follow these guidelines, even me, myself, um, just going all the way back to you having that confidence when you were that young, I was, I was <laughs> like that. And, and, and I lost it somewhere because I was hanging around people who didn't understand my gifts of confidence. They thought it was arrogant. They thought I was too much. And somewhere along the line, I began – because I wasn't that deep into my word at that time. I went to church Monday through Sunday, but I wasn't applying what I was in there actually learning. So I allowed these people to tank where I was going, telling me that I was too extra or telling me that, oh, you you know, you too arrogant. Don't grow up that way. You know, trying to really, um, if I had allowed it, mess up my whole mindset of what God really was calling me to be. My mom told me at a very young age, you would never fit in because you were born to stand out. You're different. And I had to learn to embrace my difference. I had a spiritual calling on my life all my life and ran from it because I didn't want to be looked at or picked at because I didn't understand it didn't matter what they were thinking. Regardless of what you're doing, they're going to be talking anyway. Only they're talking about you, and then you go see them, as you said, duplicating some of the same things you were doing, <laughs> but you talked about me about doing it. So I had to really – I just took some notes um, just off hearing you speak, and you just really have to identify who you are in God. We must do that. 
um, separate yourself from those that go against what you're trying to become. And we have to pray for the spiritual wisdom. It's so important that we do that. We have to read and learn and become knowledgeable. I tell my team all the time, I'm all for books. But you have to make sure you have mastered the biggest book, which is the word of God, because it's going to give you some of those things that you're going to simply understand in those other books. But without his book, you won't even get it. So you got to start from somewhere. And I just I just love how you come on here, you break this thing down, and you dissect it for us. And as I told you the other day, Nicola, this is Tammy Peace from Boynton Beach. You have changed my life. I have women that have been scorned and broken and going through so much that you are changing their lives. They text me every morning and thank me for getting them on the call. And, and just I know you don't need the edification, but I have to always give it back to God first because I know he gave it to you. And then for you for being obedient because so many people, they don't choose to be obedient. They they want to get rich. And they think that they, they don't have to help people. They think that they don't have to bring people along the way. So I just salute you, and I thank you for your obedience. And I strive to try to be the very best. Sometimes my team think I'm so hard on them, but it's not that I'm being hard on them. It's just that I want to pull them to their max. I know what they're capable of. Some of the things that they explained to me, I've already encountered them. I've already went through them, so I'm trying to let them know on the spiritual journey, things are going to happen like that, but you got to keep going. You can't doubt yourself. you got to be confident in you, no matter who doubts your confidence, and just believe in you. And even if you fail one, two, or three times, look at you. You walked into that shop. You didn't stop until you, you got what you were looking for. So I just thank you. I, I really, really love you, and I appreciate your obedience as a woman of God. Oh, thank you so much. God bless you, Tammy. Hit me up in the inbox. Holy Spirit just told me to connect you with my um, my holistic doctor. Um, you 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 know I don't. I heard you many a times, but I only follow when the Spirit unctions me to do so. Go ahead and hit me up right now. Let me set you up with somebody that um, I believe may bless your life and bless your bless your your body as well. Okay. So listen, guys. Okay, I love you. you. And you're so welcome. I love you, and I am just like, we we at 45. We got to make sure next Monday, come in early, come in early, come in early in the queue. We want to continue on. It seems like there's so much more for us to discuss, but I'm going to stop right there just as God has said, stop right there. I love you. God bless you. Go out and be productive. Go think and align your actions with higher, bigger, like God. And now you'll start seeing God-like things happen in your life and your business.